This week on the Saturday Morning Cartoon Podcast. IP law is scary right now because it's 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 and the creators listen. of the movie saying we don't want this to just be a Disney, uh, we don't want to just have Disney cameos. It, honestly, I don't think it would have made a difference. Okay, yes, it's weird that Batman's in this movie fighting ET. Hey kids, it's time for the Saturday Morning Cartoon Podcast! I don't know, my webcam's weird. <gasps> Good morning! Guys, gals, and that was loud as shit, oh my god. Maybe don't do that. Maybe don't. <laughs> Have you tried not doing that? <laughs> the audio spiked like crazy, dude. Doctor, doctor, it clips when I do this! Doctor! <laughs> <laughs> Give me the news! <laughs> Good morning, guys, gals, and MB pals. Welcome to the Saturday Morning Cartoon Podcast. I am your host, Jesse, alongside my co-host, Morgan. Morgan, would you eat whale? Uh, I would not, could not with a box. I would not, could not in a box. <laughs> That's right. We're reviewing the next episode of Green, the next Green season of Green Ham Eggs and Ham. On Netflix. Starring Adam Devine for some reason. Is it? Yeah, yeah, he's the voice actor for the, the main, for the main, gr- the Green Eggs and Ham Enjoyer. <laughs> Versus the virgin the, green eggs and ham hater. Yeah. So this week, much like everyone else in the known world, it seems, we watched Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Chippendale. Chippendale Rescue Rangers, released May 20th in theaters and on Disney Plus, directed by uh, Akiva Schaefer of Lonely Island fame and written by Dan Greger and Doug Mand, is a movie that I struggle to really boil down to a single line. It's not a reboot of the original Rescue Rangers. It's not a no. sequel. It's kind of an alternate take. It's it's not really an alternate take on uh on Rescue Rangers at all. It's kind of just like its own movie about cartoons. It's like just another it's another Roger Rabbit and I know everyone's comparing it to Robert, Roger Rabbit, but that's because it's not about any specific cartoon character. It's not really about Chip and Dale as like they pre-existed. It's it's and, just using yeah, them and, as placeholders for they need protagonists for this movie. And like they they choose to use them as the because the the whole thing is like they're washups, which makes it a weird choice to use Chip and Dale cuz like they're way worse more washed up characters they could use. Yeah, Chip and Dale still got they still got a recurring role in Kingdom Hearts, so like they're they're not even that downtrodden, I would say. Yeah, they got to still be seeing some residuals from Kingdom Hearts, I'd imagine. Yeah, I mean they 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 per, they're in every new game. They're important. I mean they're I, well maybe important is not the right word, but they feature. They sure do feature. And so the production of this movie, I think, is kind of what makes it even weirder. It was announced way back in 2014 that uh, Disney was going to make a live action Rescue Rangers movie that was initially going to be an origin story, because in 2014 that horse wasn't beaten into paste yet. Hmm. 2014. That's a long cycle for a movie. Yeah, it is, and I didn't quite get much information as to why there was such a big gap between that and now. It seems like it was either put on the back burner or it just sat in development hell for a while uh, until 2019 when they changed directors from uh, Robert Rugen to Schaefer and new writers were brought on. And from here, this is where we start getting interviews where they more mention the movie being a spiritual successor to Who Framed Roger Rabbit because it's not just everyone else who's saying it, it's also that, that was the intention. 
And Repro can be a bitch sometimes. Yeah, and I take umbrage with calling this a spiritual successor to Who Framed Roger Rabbit, but we'll get to that. I agree with you depending on what umbrage means. Okay. okay. I need to Google a word really quick before I can agree with you. But the, apparently uh, the other... So the uh, writers of the movie said it is a mashup of Who Framed Roger Rabbit with some buddy cop movies they liked like Lethal Weapon. Which is weird considering Roger Rabbit's also kind of a buddy cop movie. Oh yeah, for sure it is. It's 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 technically a crime noir. Yeah. By the loosest definition. And like I I guess it's, you know, that and Buddy Cop are two different genres, but mm. I I guess yeah, I would say this is more Buddy Cop than Roger Rabbit, right? Just with the antics between Chip and Dale. Yeah. Who Morgan, did you assume they were brothers? Not really. I always did. I always I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't really have an assumption on them. I don't really care about Chippendale. Yeah. To be honest with you. I don't care about them. And I don't care about uh, the uh, Macintosh, the Warner Brothers uh, equivalents either that much. <laughs> I don't think anyone even care remembers about Gadget. Macintosh. Gadget's who I care about. Yeah, of course Gadget's you do. Gadget's who I care about. You fucking degenerate. I'm sorry. You fucking but furry. But she's bad. Morgan, known furry. Gadget, more like bad jit. More like bad bitch. But she is a bad bitch. Yeah, so apparently Wikipedia also doesn't really agree on whether or not Chip and Dale were brothers. Uh, the wiki page says they're brothers, and in the book Justice for Disney, which is an autobiography of Bill Justice, who is the creator of Chip and Dale, he says he thought of the two as simply little brothers, quote-unquote, but Disney themselves okay. never really acknowledged it. It's kind of like a Burton Ernie thing going on with them. Except this story works. The story works better with them not being brothers. So for the the for the use of this movie, it works better that they're not brothers. So they probably just made that just like, well, they don't have to be brothers. Who gives a shit? Yeah. So and I remember we were watching it, and but I they didn't expect us to make a podcast about <laughs> the... it. We give a shit. Disney knows about us by now. Hashtag justice for justice for Disney. Disney knows about us by now for sure. They have to. They have for to. sure, they keep tracks of us. We're on a list. We're on a couple of lists. Babe, I don't mean to brag, but I'm on some lists. You want to fly out with me to uh, California? Well, you can't. Because I'm on a list. I'm on the no, I'm on the no fly list. Much like many of the other heroes on January 6th. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. That, that, all right. Oh, no. Um... So let's of just, which we are too. Of, <laughs> of which it can be assumed from my statement. Take from that what you will. Were the Saturday morning cartoon podcast at the Capitol on January sixth, twenty twenty? Maybe, maybe not. Who, who can say? Maybe, maybe what, what you, year was it? If you go through pictures of the Capitol riots, you will see in the background us, us, much like in this movie, they go through pictures of like Full House or whatever, and you see Chip and Dale. In the background somewhere. Yeah. So do we want to just they, give they some do, like overall much thoughts? Like, <laughs> much like DuckTales, they do some rewriting of history. Woohoo. Woo <laughs> so do do we want to... Let's, let's give some sort of surface level thoughts about the movie. What do you think of it as a whole? Uh, I liked it as a whole. I thought it was... I thought it was... I thought it was really good. I don't know. For a movie that was so meta... 
I still kind of had the nagging feeling that it's shallower than it could have been, uh-huh. you know, that there wasn't as much to it. Like Roger Rabber, the Robber Rabber, Robber Rabber, felt like a more fleshed out concept yeah. than this. Um, and I don't know why. Uh, I, I, maybe it's because they spent time talking about the 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 the. Because maybe the concept was so new, they spent time talking about like, well, the cartoons live in cartoon town. You know, they pre-exist. People, there, there are strained relations between them. They're kind of lower class. Uh, there, and I, that's not what I want from this world. I don't want world building. I don't need it. It's a movie about. They, they're just like actors, right? Uh-huh. Um, yeah. The bit is and, that Chip and Dale are actors who played the roles of themselves, I guess, in Rescue Rangers. As are every cartoon. Every cartoon is an actor playing their role. It just felt like the movie was short. It felt like it felt like the the character pool they used was kind of thin. Um, it, it, in, like in terms used, of like important recurring characters, sure. They because like there were like the biggest characters in this movie that celebrates all of animation and dis and Disney and has access to every single character in the universe for some reason are Chip. Dale, uh, Peter Pan, and Sonic the Hedgehog specifically. Ugly Sonic, which which is is probably where it comes from that why it feels weird, right? Um, because like there could have been so many more characters that mattered. Yeah, it's so they're, they're just and they're just like background gags, and they choose specifically to, and it's part of the joke that they're like wash up characters and nobody really cares about, right? Like they got um, uh, Tigra from something, and oh, uh, Tigra was... is a Marvel character. Turns out, um, okay. she was from an Avengers show. I think that aired fairly briefly. Okay, um, so. So that was so it was weird that like the villains were Peter Pan. Peter Pan's a weird pick for a villain. Um, it it <laughs> okay. It's it's weird for a few reasons, and then secondly, the, his henchmen just felt like nothing characters. They didn't feel like they preexisted. I and like they there's so many background characters didn't exist. They were just like animals made in CG, and that's not fun. And it kind of keeps reinforcing this idea. It's like, oh, man, remember how much everybody loved the CG uh, Jungle Book and CG Lion King? And nobody liked those movies. So why do they use those versions? They, It's like shitty that they don't have the they don't have classic Pumbaa. They use CG Pumbaa for the Seth Rogen joke. And it's just like kind of annoying. Like, I'd rather see the cartoon. See, you say that, but didn't both of those movies make a billion dollars? I know Lion King definitely did. Yeah, I don't I don't know if the CG know, Lion King did as well. I'm sure it made some money cuz Disney just markets it and people just It made just, just shy whatever. of a billion. That's fine, whatever. So It's stupid. I don't know. I don't it's it's honestly like the Avatar thing, right? Where it made a billion dollars oh shit shit zillion loads of dollars, but did anyone actually like it? Hard to just say, I guess. But it's Avatar is like super mid. It's so mid and yeah, yeah, it's, dumb. It's, it's kind of a dumb movie. <laughs> I can I can so I can connect these thoughts too. The only reason I like Avatar that anyone cared about Avatar was because of the at the time 3D. the effects yeah. and the 3D. Yeah, at the time they were like groundbreaking. Which and is now fine. that you're watching, and now you see these screenshots of the new Avatar, and it's like, oh, this just looks like Halo. It looks like everything like, that's out even, now. Yeah, it's not. It's not going to do as well. <laughs> 
Yeah. It'll probably do fine. It'll probably do really well, like especially overseas, because that's what these movies do. But I'm curious. So, um, like, I think two will do well just because one is what it is. But I'm wondering if the third Avatar movie will do well because now we have to rely on the story because we're not relying on the visuals. It just looks like every other power Ava- movie. The thing about Avatar is the story's fucking stupid and like paper thin. It's yeah, it's very bare bones. Much like the story, I argue, in Chip and Dale in this movie. Now, now that I'm not saying now, it sounds like I'm shitting all over the movie. I'm I I like this movie. I like this movie a lot, and it's also really funny. The choices were just weird, and there there were things I would have done differently. Right, so, you mentioned a few things that I have a lot that I could spin off of. I yeah. Yes, for the sake of not bringing the podcast down, I'm gonna forgo the Peter Pan bit for a minute, but. I, so I can tell you exactly the reason why this movie doesn't feel the same that Roger Rabbit does, despite being a spiritual successor. When I say earlier that I take umbrage with everyone, including the director or including the writers, claiming this is a spiritual successor to Roger Rabbit, to me, it's showing that no one took from Roger Rabbit what Roger Rabbit was about. What people took from Roger Rabbit was, oh, look, cameos. Yeah. Right? Because... What what Roger God now I'm doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! Because what Roger Rabbit does that this movie, I think, kind of fails in is if you strip Roger Rabbit of pointing at the screen, going, "Oh look, Mickey Mouse and Bugs Bunny are together on screen. Oh look, Donald Duck and Daffy Duck are together on screen." If you strip it of that, there's still a good movie underneath that. There's still an interesting story that they're telling. You don't need any of the cameos. They just serve to like help build the world. Yeah. In this movie, I found myself crazy fucking bored anytime the actual plot was happening because the actual plot is there's bits of it that I like a lot, but for the most part, it's just kind of like I like the backdrop of um the bootlegging of character, the kidnapping no, of characters there and the bootleg concepts in this movie for sure. Like that. Yeah, the bootlegging thing was great. Yeah, I like that a whole whole lot, but other than that, cuz realistically beyond even that the entire movie is about chip and dale as characters and they're not really interesting or good characters no and so the whole thing is that it's like a buddy cop they're trying to solve a mystery the but the 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 mystery kind of just there's no real there's no interesting detective work happening the shit just kind of happens around them they don't really they have to do like almost nothing to to solve the mystery right so it, it's like they they go to they're like oh man they go the whole do, do we explain uh, okay it's just on do like plus, just watch watch it just watch it Wait, spoilers we, we're doing spoilers it's yeah, yeah. It's, you can watch you you pay so, for Disney plus so so their uh, old uh, co star uh, Monterey Jack has been kidnapped uh, much like other Disney characters and um, the the they he's because he's addicted to stinky cheese or whatever and some muppet which is a hilarious bit there's a lot yeah. of hilarious bits in this movie uh is uh so is selling it like a drug uh market and so that's a little weird because it does it's a little weird because all these characters are being kidnapped and the fact that Peter Pan is running a drug trafficking thing about just like assumedly just with cheese because there's nothing else that's really said he's able to get all these characters and so that's really paper thin They're, they don't really go into why into like how deep his business goes which I, I know you don't really have to 
but it just feels like this whole thing was set up just specifically for Chip and Dale, making it not feel like a bigger crime thing. Okay, I see what you mean. Yeah, I. it's not like, I'm okay with not doing like extensive crazy amounts of world building. I don't care that like, but I, I don't think you need no, to know but, like, all the of only the thing things that... Peter Pan does, right? Yeah, but like the thing is, is like, oh, because there's a she's we take them to this the, the they go to the cheese shop where they're selling this stuff, and immediately nothing they do nothing, and then he's like, all right, I'll take you right to the boss immediately. Yeah, but it, and, it's not it is not really a detectiving movie. It's a it's a buddy cop. It's more just they're finding themselves in the action sequences and then action their way out yeah, of them. They do some like, espionage, the, kind of. They do some sneaking. But th- that's what I'm saying is that stuff's not interesting because the mystery isn't interesting and it's like it's not even really a mystery. All, like the biggest twist near the end of the movie is which of the blatantly obvious traitor characters is the actual one blatantly obvious traitor character. And I hate the joke where <laughs> I hate it in every fucking movie when they do the thing like how cliche would it be if this is what happens? I can't believe that's what's happened. What a stupid thing for a writer to do. Dude, you can't make that joke. You wrote it. And they do it twice I, in this I, movie. I, I know. And it's annoying. It's not funny. I don't want to be fucking told how lazy you were about it. And like, and it's not, and, and like the idea that it's funny, that it's cliche isn't funny, especially when you keep telling me how stupid it is. Like, it's fine for it to be cliche. But don't tell me that this thing sucks because you did it. But that's so in line with the rest of the movie. The entirety of this movie is just this weird meta narrative and I, about. And I know, I don't know. I'm just. Well, it, it's and I know I'm saying this shit sucks over and over again. But that's not what I mean. I'm not. I don't. I still actually like this movie. I just. I'm. I'm better at uh, verbalizing things I don't like first. Here's Morgan. I differ. I generally. I think I like this movie way less than Morgan. Like, I have way more nitpicks about it. And, like, I would call, I would say actual problems. Again, I think if you strip this movie of the cameos and of pointing at the screen going, I know that guy. If you strip the movie of that, there's, like, nothing there. There's so little there. There's a, and, the ca- and the cameos are weak. I is think the, they vary. a big part of it. I think they vary. I think some of them are strong. And it, it, it is also the fact that it's, we watched it once and it's very blatantly obvious that if you watch this movie 10 times, you'll find 10 new things, right? Yeah. So, I don't know. Like, I saw a, a screenshot of, like, Naruto's in this movie, kind of. There's a character dressed as, or there's an animated character dressed as Naruto. It's weird. He looks. I don't actually know if it's, like, supposed to be Naruto, whatever. Not important. But, yeah, there's, I, I think it's a range of cameos like they got roger rabbit in the movie who interesting note was actually animated by one of the animators for the original movie and wow. and voiced by charles let him rest yeah no, his, his hand probably just recovered <laughs> um uh the, the it, it's uh it's it's the the cameo the background cameos they're all almost they're like 90 percent cg characters which feels lame um and even when they're 2d most 2D characters in this are 3D models made to look to 2D, and it doesn't work. It really doesn't look that great. Yeah, which and it, which really kind of makes it feel weird when it's consistently called a celebration of animation. Exactly, it doesn't feel as much as it should be. It's it's more of a cameo fest, like you've been saying. Yeah, I think the only characters, or not true, there's like some scant 
2D animated, like tra- well, maybe traditional, I want to say, but yeah. traditional looking 2D animated characters. And, but, and they're um, just like walk-bys. Yeah, they're and, not like the focus ever. Yeah, and one of those is um, the the cast, I don't know, of My Little Ponies near the tail oh, end of the movie. Those were 3D models. Were they? Because I read something that said the original studio who animated them animated them for this as well. No, they were definitely 3D models. You can tell when the camera pans and like their face... Uh, like how their face wraps around their their model as their the camera changes angles. All right. As they pass the camera, I, I'm that's my call. Uh, you know, somebody could say he's gonna say no. They confirmed that two D, and I'll say I'm wrong. But that's that's what I'm seeing from it. Um. By the way, and I kind of think I find that interesting how certain uh certain animation studios and people were brought in to animate their particular characters and people like. Like the My Little Pony Frenchman's Magic Group, like the Who Framed Roger Rabbit guy, and like yeah. the weirdly, Tiger, I think was two D. Um, Sorry, the the weirdly omnipresent character of Ugly Sonic. So Morgan, you're gonna love this shit. Um, yeah. As it turns out, uh, the studio. Um, oh, what was the studio name? Um, Paramount. No, 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 not Paramount. The actual like animation studio, uh, moving picture company. Moving Picture okay. Company, who had animated Sonic the Hedgehog, did in fact help with this movie, and because they helped, gave them the model for Ugly Sonic to use. It's, it, it's weird that he's a major. It's kind of it. It kind of gets old that he's a major character. It was funny when he first showed up, and then it's like still the same joke that he's still around by the end of the movie, and it's he's less funny every single time he shows up. Yeah, it. And it, it's and, interesting because this is like a recent joke. Like this, that ugly Sonic came out in 2019, about when this movie started actual production. So I guess it makes sense yeah. realistically, but it seems like yeah. a pretty quick turnaround for a joke like that. It's well, it's like by movie standards, it's like uh, it's topical. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It's um, and it, it's weird because the whole thing they're pointing out, they keep doing the slow uh, uh slow mo focus on his like human teeth. Uh huh. Which isn't, which in my opinion isn't even the worst thing about this model, um, but it's weird because they'll cut it to Chip, who's still supposed to be a two D character, even though he's so clearly a three D model, and he, I, I, he doesn't look as good. He, because the problem is he, they don't know how to make Chip uh, emote as this three D model masquerading as a two D model. Dale steals the show in this movie. And it's and and he's voiced by uh shit Andy Samberg, Andy Samberg, and Andy and Andy Samberg steals the show, and it might be due just it's kind of hard to tell. It might be just due to how much they know how to emote his CG model better because they made him look like a 3D CG model, not masquerading as a 2D thing. <laughs> Canonically, he got like a like a plastic surgery to go 3D. And there's it's so much more animated. The two D the three D two D model of of uh, Chip, the played by John Mulaney, feels so deadpan and just and it and it sucks because he's supposed to he, he his character's a little deadpan to begin with, and John Mulaney just feels flat the entire movie because there's all these things combined to make just like a character who's supposed to be like deadpan sarcastic but turns out makes him boring kind of yeah and you wonder is this like is this a voice direction thing was it he intended to sound the way he sounds because again like john mulaney's voice acted in a bunch of things before and he's generally quite good like i i enjoy him in the things i've heard him in he's not like 
I don't know. He's not extravagant. He's not like my top shelf go to, but he's fine. He does the I job. Think, I, In this I movie, think he, he he plays a, a nervous wreck better than he does like a straight man. Yeah. Uh, he's like he's very clearly he has a voice of a comedic relief, which is unfortunate, but it is what it is. Um, yeah. but yeah, I it's it is this like big combination of things that just makes um Chip less interesting. But I almost wonder, do you think that? It's in in it, is this an intentional psyop by Disney to get people to shut the fuck up about 2D animation, <laughs> right? It, you, well, we we mentioned this while we were watching it. This movie is so sacrilegious of Disney material. It's like so. It's like the most like Disney takedown movie, and it's by Disney. Yeah, which is like, it's it's pretty it's unique. Now, granted, if this isn't the first time they've made Peter Pan into a bad guy. It's the second time for some reason. Mm. And okay, but they also it also does seem like they're not doing. I mean, I think Disney would still be hyper, hyper protective of, say, Mickey Mouse and that that sort of group of Disney characters. But they show like a uh, uh, what's her name from Tangled. Oh, yeah. Rapunzel. Rapunzel Tangled. You they show a doll of her. Shit. It's Rapunzel, you dipshit. I was thinking of Anna because of Frozen for some reason. Um they show like a doll of hers that they grab onto they grab onto her hair to save themselves and the doll eventually decapitates which seems like pretty you know it's obviously not the character themselves so it's pretty messed up but then we look at later uh peter pan gets turned into an amalgamation of disney a chimera. Of, of, yeah like a, like a, 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 an animation chimera. chimera he's got like a transformer yeah. like the other wreck it ralph arm uh fucking uh cats don't dance head yeah and that's pretty fucking twisted. Like that again, that's one of those like bright spots in the movie that I look at and go, that's really fucked up and interesting that this happens, that this can happen. And yeah, no, in the canon of the movie, what's happening is they're forcing plastic surgery on a person or like sewing their mouth shut so they can't scream and then forcing them to uh, uh, into another country to work for slave labor is the is what's going on in canon. And the movie says, oh, we're erasing their mouths, make a, redrawing them a little bit and forcing them to do bootleg movies. Yeah. The, and it's kind of a canonically terrifying concept, no, which that, is that, good. Which that works. bit is the most interesting part of the movie. It's saying uh -huh. we are led to believe it is implied heavily that they're being shipped overseas to like China and or India to make bootleg movies, which is yeah. a... So as I thought about it more, I think of it both as an interesting meta commentary on um bootleg movies and also a bit of a weird criticism against like movie piracy in a way yeah it definitely is and coming from and coming from disney that's where i kind of go like eh, calm down well yeah because like because disney is also historically have like the most diamond hands on their copyright yeah uh law you know and it's it's uh it's so oh, there's a, a well, I think it's weird. It's weird to have their character committing it, right? Like that's also part of it. It's weird that Peter Pan's the one who does it, and Peter Pan looks disgusting. He's supposed to look oh, old, man. but his model looks fucking terrible. It's like really bad looking. Oh man, we, we keep we keep circling back to Peter Pan. Like I'm 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 holding back a little tell bit. Tell me the tell me the Peter Pan. No, thing. no, no. I want to hold back just a little bit. I want to hold back just a second. Let's let's get okay. to um. Th there is so yeah with all the animated cameos all the animation in this movie 
as with Roger Rabbit, I'm super interested in the behind the scenes stuff of how these deals work, right? How do you get all these characters? Because we watched the movie, watched the end credits, and some, but very clearly not all of the characters you see in this movie are credited from their like companies, from their studios. Yeah. And I won't bring up like all of the deals that I found because it's mostly, you know, it's legality and it's boring to everyone who isn't me. But one thing I want to point out specifically is that in an interview I read, and Morgan, you are going to love this, the writers okay. specifically cite that they were told by Disney lawyers that if they changed around certain lines a little bit and certain scenes a little bit, they could legally invoke parody law. Disney, it's, it's Disney is invoking parody law Disney for a has movie. A, Disney, of course, sues schools into the ground if they play if they try to do a production of Beauty and the Beast or this something. This is dystopianly funny. It's it's pretty fucked up, and that's great. It's that's like horrible. That's why <laughs> Sonic doesn't have like a copyright from Sega because it's parody. It's it, it, which is crazy because it's not parody. That is specifically not parody. You're just using the same mo you're using an existing model. But Disney lawyers can argue it, it well enough that it is. Well, yeah, because it's Disney and Disney is an unstoppable force in this dystopian society, as you said. And also, for the record, let's not pretend Sega would give a fuck. Capital capitalism wins every single time. Let's not even pretend for a second Sega would give a shit. Oh god. Um Paramount might, but I don't even think Paramount even has the ability to, to say anything about it. I could be wrong. Yeah. I'd actually be fascinated to talk to a lawyer about this, but that's beyond the scope of this. That's, that's way too smart a conversation for this podcast. Uh, let's see. What else was there worth talking about? Um, like, did, so we were saying how Chip and Dale were weird choices for this, and I was saying how the cameos feel weak because, like, the Rescue Rangers aren't even in this movie. They're very, yeah. they're barely in it. Like, Gadget and Monterey Jack are barely in it. it it's literally the um the prologue and the very tail end of Act Three. That's all the Rescue Rangers. At the beginning, really it's just it's just uh, Monterey Jack. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's kinda, the setup it's to weird. the it, yeah setting up the movie basically. Uh, and and the weird, weird, weird subplot of the cop who they befriend, uh, Ellie. It, Which there's always a fucking human cop character. I fucking hate it in every fucking like animal movie. Morgan, you can't you can't relate to a non-human character. And she sucks in this movie. She's all right. I don't know. No, she's not. She's and like and it's and part of it is her character has no, like is like is the most lazily written like it's so boilerplate. It's crazy. Oh yeah. Uh, and there's just nothing interesting about her. She she her her lines are her. She, I think she's bad. I think she's bad in it. I don't um, know. I, I think she's fine. I mean, I I think she is giving a kids movie performance. Exactly. That is what's happening. Which, is, which kind of isn't a kids movie. Yeah, I almost, hmm. I wonder, because this movie is written so meta, I wonder if that's intentional, but that's such a weird line to draw. But it's, the thing about the, Ellie is that- weird choices in this movie all up and down, right? Yeah. Like, they should have just fucking hired Worthy Kids to do the 3D, 2D. <laughs> he does that so much better. Why, why, why can't they figure it out with all their money? And the answer is because they don't you. actually care. They don't actually care about the animation. They care about like the haha cameo. They don't care how it's not a it's not really a love letter to animation. No, I'm telling you, this movie's a fucking sigh out from Disney to get everyone to shut the fuck up about 2D animation. Look, 2D animation look, looks bad. Yeah. It doesn't look like you remember it looks like 3D CG animation is so much better. 
It's a love letter to fucking IP law, is what it is. Kind of. And to to the point of the, the cameos, I found a quote that fucking shocked me to read. It says that um, uh, Schaefer, the director, did not want to go overboard on weird on certain cameos going by the rule quote don't put in a cameo unless it's forwarding the story or putting the button on a really good laugh that's a fucking lie <laughs> that's a bold-faced fucking lie i don't know if he knew what movie he was directing that does not happen <laughs> that is not how this movie works these cameos are the movie the movie is cameos there is so yeah. little without them and 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 that's why it would have been better if they just used more pre-existing characters instead of just the fucking there's like in the cops in in the in uh in every like office scene there's like just like bunch of animals and they're not even like anthropomorphic sometimes they're just fucking animals and it's not interesting to watch they don't look like cartoon characters it's it's not even consistent though it's split occasionally you will go into an office and there's just a frog a CG frog or a cg i don't know it was like a rhino or something and then you go into a different office and there's like a character from big mouth or mcgruff the crime dog like it just it's this weird split or they go into the sauna and there's this big fuck off snake who doesn't seem to be from anything thought it was ka uh, a ka from the jungle book but i don't think it is no it's just a german dj snake just a big fuck off snake and so like why if they're giving them prevalent roles why not do that so apparently, uh, and I don't know if this is why, but apparently non-Disney companies that got authorization through Disney's legal team for the characters to be in the film had to be assured that they weren't going to have their characters made fun of. Like the most five-year-old, yeah. okay, we promise we won't call your character smelly or whatever. But that doesn't mean, but like they have Disney characters they could have been using. Th this is true. This is true. They have Disney villains they could have made part of the cops. Like, use, like, some, somebody really obscure, right? Why couldn't, like, a Tweedledee be one of the fucking, uh, uh, like, henchmen? Not even, like, both of them. Just make one. That would have been more interesting than the Coca-Cola bear, who I have to assume is a Coca-Cola bear, because that's more interesting than it just being a random bear, which I think is the actual answer to that. Yeah, and it's not even like, this isn't a recency bias movie, right? This isn't a movie where all the cameos are just from things from the last, like, ten years. They have some, we they do have some weird fucking pulls in this movie. Uh, there's a, a quick scene that MC Scat Cat and Paula Abdul are in, yeah. which no one fucking remembers. I didn't even remember it until I had to look it up and went like, oh, I have the vaguest possible memory of being like six years old and seeing this exist i or remember something. that but just from like parodies exactly that exist so it's it's not at all like they couldn't you know grab some weird characters from back in the day they referenced monsters versus aliens in this movie no one yeah, remembers well, that movie a, well it's a seth rogan joke is what it is it is but even so like that, the fact that they included it which that joke even though that's another joke of point and look oh i remember that i kind of like that one i but thought that was funny it it was funny, but it being Pumbaa ruins it, kind of. Pumbaa is like, you don't associate Seth Rogen with Pumbaa. Uh, you don't, but you know who does? God, don't tell me. No, Disney, I guess now. Well, and, and hey, guess what? Disney. There's an entire generation of kids who have only seen the CG uh, Lion King. That sucks. The original Lion King came that, out in 96, Morgan. Yeah, but that doesn't mean... But it exists. They can watch it now. Yeah, and are Zoomers watching shit from before the 2000s? For Disney movies, probably. I lied, it was 94. Probably for Disney movies. I don't know. I don't know. I have, I've, I've had some conversations and they're like, yeah, I've never seen the original Mulan, but I'll see this new one. 
Wow. And that's, that's sad. sad. That is sad. That is oppressively sad. That is actually really I would impressive. argue even more so than Lion King. But. Yeah. Um, also, that, that Seth Rogen scene really proved, not that I had a doubt in my mind about it, but boy does it prove that Seth Rogen has a single voice. The man, the man is hired for one voice. Yeah. I mean, I like Seth Rogen as a dude. Um, I like him as a voice actor, he's, even. He just, he's not, yeah, he doesn't have range. Yeah. But he's fun. I like him. He's a, he's a comedy yeah. guy. He's never, he's never aspired to be more than that. And that's probably why he's able to be typecast, right? Yeah. Well, but he, I don't even know if you'd call him typecast on this. It's not like he was a stoner. He was just a Viking dude. Uh, yeah, but he was like, same sort of like dopey kind of. I, I, I would put him in a similar vein. Obviously, different characters not, like Pumbaa or um, uh, what's the grasshopper from? Mantis. Mantis. I'm bad. I'm bad at a thousand of these. <laughs> I have to keep talking. What was that Mantis's name from Kung Fu Panda? Poe. To be fair, I was just gonna say Poe wasn't named Panda. <laughs> and, and additionally, I have to Which remember. Which actually a now pisses cameos. me off. Not on thinking about it. Why did Panda? Why did Poe get a name? <laughs> Nobody special. else gets a name. A Shifu got a name. Or. Uh, that's interesting. Why did they, they got Tiger, Crane, Mantis? They just didn't get names. That's interesting. Maybe they're code names. Never thought about that. We've never watched the did the the Netflix show. Maybe they explain it. I have. Oh, I watched the DreamWorks show. Uh, the the when it was on Nickelodeon. I'm sorry. It's it's not. Eh, it, it, it's you know it's like Penguins of Madagascar. It's fine. Wait, I really like Penguins of Madagascar. It wasn't as good as Penguins of Madagascar, but okay. it wasn't like terrible. Yeah, it wasn't. Right. It wasn't bad. It was just like fine. Okay, I think it's time to, uh, to to jump off the high that this podcast has been rolling about this movie. Um, you know, we're talking about all the fun How stuff much about we this love movie. It. Let's talk about Peter Pan. Okay. Let's talk about Peter Pan for a second. Now, I can't tell you the actual reasoning behind the villain of this movie being an old, decrepit Peter Pan. Like, there's, I couldn't find any real information from the directors it felt like, talking it about it. Felt like a, it felt like a Hollywood jab. <laughs> Just at like Hollywood in general and child stars. Okay, you, know? you are on the nose. You are exactly on the nose, but it's way, way more specific than that. This isn't... Okay. And again, I don't know if it's intentional, because if it is, it's really fucked up. But this mirrors very, very specifically the, uh, uh, the story of the actor who originally voiced and played Peter Pan in the first movie in the uh, 40s, Bobby Driscoll. Um, really? The short version of the story is that Bobby Driscoll was used as a reference model and voice for Peter Pan in 1953. No, it was 50. Um, and he was also, he was a Disney child star, right? He was in a couple of stuff. He was in Song of yeah. the South, but he was in Peter Pan uh, pr primarily. Okay. And that was his biggest role. That was, uh, and Peter Pan was a huge success. But afterwards, Driscoll started going through a very rough stage of puberty where he was getting acne and his voice was getting weird. And the amount of like makeup it took to make him presentable to Disney made it such that Disney just cut him the fuck off. They cut out his, they cut him out of his contract that still had two years on it. Just straight up left him on the side of the road, gone. Kid must have been like, at most, like 16. At, like, at most. Um, mm. So what happened then is that Triscoll went into work way, way lower profile things, including, I shit you not, a non-Disney version of a Peter Pan as a radio play. Oh, wow. Driscoll worked on what you can kind of connect to a bootleg of his own movie, which is the exact plot of this movie as to what Peter Pan in the movie did. Also, he got way into drugs. 
Okay. And did he get into human trafficking? Not quite. But for the sake of bringing the sad story to an even sadder close, he was found dead of drug overdose at 31 by some kids in New York City, but was so Holy completely... Shit. No, it gets worse. He was so completely forgotten by the world, they couldn't identify his body. Fucking Christ. Because of that, he is he was buried and currently remains buried in an unmarked pauper's grave. The only reason we know about him now is because his mother, years later, tried to find him, not knowing he was dead, and the police were able to then match fingerprints they had now had on record from his body. Holy shit. So with all that in mind, Sweet Pete is really fucking awkwardly similar in ways that it's hard to ignore and it, makes this movie not, feel a lot it's, darker. It's That has to be intentional. And that's pretty fucked up. I mean, you know, you know, time uh, plus tragedy. Whatever. Sure. But I, it's so. And it's not to say that it's Disney's fault. They could like, you know, that's just like. Yeah, I won't. If it, if it was Disney, like if Disney did that to him instead of just like, yeah, we can't hire you anymore. Then it would be a more tra like a harder sell to put this as a plot point in the movie, right? Yeah, it's 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 especially hard. Like I wouldn't put all the blame on Disney. Obviously, like Disney, I assume didn't put like a heroin needle in the kid's arm. Exactly. Uh, the, I, <laughs> you know, being out of work and like not being a star anymore. But that's not Disney's fault. It's you know, Disney's not. There's no requirement for for a company to continue hiring a child star. That's yeah. that's I, kind of the baseline of how least how least you can fuck over a child star. I, I would say you know? cutting him out of a contract that he still had two years on. I think I read he had uh, signed an extra two year extension earlier that year, and they cut him out of it. Okay, afterwards. that's that's, that's, that's kind of pretty. Shitty, that's scummy business practice. That's scummy. Yeah. To say that this directly caused his downfall is a bit harder to do. Mostly, he was just, like, seen as the Disney child star, and so no one wanted to hire him. Yeah. So, it, it is, it's, it's weird. I, I'm not going to say this is Disney's fault, and it's, and this is, like, yeah. a weird Disney get back fucking uh, 60 years later. But, it makes this character feel fucking awesome weird and a lot it's, more darker. And especially and especially the idea that they come marry him <laughs> yeah i guess he doesn't he wow, at least doesn't that's... die but he gets kevin 11 into this monster yeah which is a really rad scene actually like that might be one of the best scenes in the movie because it's this it's it's shot i think it's shot really well where you're just seeing like the shadows of a lot of different um you can't even quite tell the references it's just you see a shadow of like a tentacle you see a shadow of yeah. like whatever a giant arm as he's getting blasted with lasers and and you're seeing it through like the shadow of a fire in front of him too and chip and dale and i think ellie are looking on in horror i think that's pretty that's a raw scene i like that scene a lot actually yeah it is uh i think the best like sequence in this movie might be jk simmons uh uh plato character f fight scene he yeah so that's interesting because that's the only claymation in this movie and they actually use it like really 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 well as opposed to they do faux 2d animation that's that's the thing right like it's it's weird to do and plus because that wasn't really claymation it was a 3d model but you can make it look <laughs> but, yeah, like it, it you can claymation. really cheat that easily to do to make it look like uh stop motion yeah and and that's the thing like 
when they say this is a celebration of animation, obviously there's the big hangup of, but fuck 2D animation more or less, because even the 2D animated shit isn't actually 2D animated. Uh, yeah. But it does have, it even harkens back to conversations that Morgan and I had in this podcast of there's Muppets and there's there's a sock puppet character, which is technically animation. Oh yeah, oh yeah, redemption. So that's like a fucking, that's, an, that's a really interesting point that they bring up and it's like a really uh it's a really quick scene it's not they don't they don't shine a light on it but i thought it was funny to look and go oh that's just a little a sock on a dude's hand with a mustache and a cop hat sure this we're going through all of animation remember how you were saying that it's weird that they had ash ketchum like a guy yeah there was an ash Ash ketchum cosplay you know you know pokemon airs on disney right now i mean it's so awkward to keep track. And Shippuden, Naruto Shippuden did also air on Disney. Yeah. But that's kind of another thing that makes this movie awkward to watch. It's me going, do they own that? Last night, when Morgan and I watched it and we were talking about the Sonic shit, I, I mentioned like, oh, the, no, the Sonic movie was made by uh, Paramount. Morgan's like, do Disney own Paramount? And I had to go, I don't know. It's it's kind it's it's kind of horrifying, they might. really. It's 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 kind of, it's it's scary. IP law is scary right now because it's 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 and the creators of the movie saying we don't want this to just be a Disney uh, we don't want to just have Disney cameos it honestly I don't think would have made a difference okay yes it's weird that Batman's in this movie fighting E.T. which is a a funny bit that's an amazing bit that's an amazing bit they do a lot of amazing bits in this but a lot of them are those quick little things like yeah the movie wants to have a 60 minute comedy special but it works best as a five minute opener yeah, it's uh, the the uncanny valley bit was a funny concept. It kind of died off instantly, and I guess I, I guess I'd rather that than it being like like they spend like twenty minutes on it. Like I, I would. Yeah, again, it. that's another world building thing that I like conceptually. Hmm. But it, uh, you know, it, they don't go into it. They don't need to. I'm not saying they have to. Yeah. But it's just one of the things that this small bit is more interesting than almost anything else happening in the movie. I think that this was made by this was made by very funny people, not by animators is really what it comes down to, I think. Yeah, again, I cannot stress enough how much saying this is a spiritual successor to Roger Rabbit misses the point of Roger Rabbit. Because even with that, even if you are looking at Roger Rabbit as the movie that had all the cameos, which is a terrible way to look at Roger Rabbit, but whatever, fine. If that's how you look at Roger Rabbit. Then even in that movie, you could point out and go, oh, this was a really cool scene where Bugs Bunny and Mickey Mouse interacted. Or this was a the, the piano duel between the, uh, Donald and Daffy Duck was really, really fun. This movie doesn't even have that. This movie does not have characters from like different walks of life, different places doing interactions. They're all just visual gags. Yeah, it's... It's uh, it, it's not what I wanted. I think it's fine. I think a lot of people are like it, are, are going to like it. And People I think love it's this movie. That they, yeah, and I think that's fine. I, I don't think they're wrong for liking it. I don't think, I think it's fine. It's, I do I, think they're wrong for liking it. Fuck you. Okay. No, I, think, I was scrolling on Twitter. I, and I'm like baffled. I'm like, what is? What are people seeing that I'm not seeing? Is it literally just point at screen and laugh? Is it point at screen because it, reference? Is that it? There were funny lines. The script there is funny. funny lines. I'll There's, give it that. That's, yeah. No one's talking about those lines. Yeah. No. It's it's kind of it's. I I think uh, the the animation aspect is shallow, and I the the story shallow. This movie feels shallow, and maybe I'm just used to three-hour movies now because that's God. all I've been watching lately. I mean, I, I'm. This might be 
my black pill joker moment where i finally <laughs> give in to the idea of oh my god mo- there is no creativity in movie in, in modern movies anymore right especially coming off of and this is a list of some of the movies i have watched recently well, I, mean, I watched a lot of watching... movies which is pro- which is my own did, fault, right? Well, did you watch? Well, did you watch fucking uh, watch uh, everything everywhere all at once? That was a phenomenal. No, movie. but that's that's what I'm about to get into, right? This is partially my own fault because I don't watch enough movies. Yeah, but I'm just gonna list off a handful of movies I've seen recently. Of uh, so this movie, uh, the Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness, Space Jam Two, right? Yeah, this is your fault. You're choosing that. I, I hate to tell you, other movies have come out in between then. Absolutely, this is absolutely amazing? a watch Not, other movies. But even, 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 even this is this is your Joker moment, Black Bill, dude. <laughs> but even, even, even looking at all these blockbuster big movies, they are all devolving into the same. How many references can we smash into this at, that we can? Which I would say wasn't yeah. always true blockbuster movies. It's just kind of the, the the path now, and I am going to go sicko mode if this is what just blockbusters are now. Because I like blockbusters. I like to turn my brain off and watch a thing, but I also like them to generally be good on their own. Yeah. Well, even even No Way Home, and I like God. No Way Home, but God damn it, you gotta you know, yeah. Yeah, well, blockbusters have always been uh, they Well, you like you said, they're turning your brain off. So now it's just like the what is gonna appeal to the largest pool of people, and the way you do that is hit those Venn diagrams, right? People who like one thing, but like that's how you sell like fucking T-shirts or, or something. Is is like let's do a Zelda crossover with fucking Transformers. People like Zelda, people like Transformers. <laughs> those people are gonna love the shirt. They're going to buy it. They're, they're definitely going to buy it. It's going to feel so specific to them while actually being the most accessible thing ever. Fucking gadgets reintroduced in this movie in a frame by frame recreation of the Megan Fox introduction in the Transformers movie. I thought that was funny. <laughs> That's interesting. That's, I, well, I don't know if interesting is the right word. It's funny. It's funny. It's a thing where I go, why be? I'm like, all right, you know what? Okay. Okay. Gadgets, the techie person. Fine. It's such a, it's such a weird, not immediately, um, it is probably the most subtle reference in this movie. Yeah. Because I, you don't that. see Megan Fox standing in the background, right? Like that that's that's what this movie would do otherwise. <laughs> and also, don't think I don't recognize the irony in me claiming how much I'm getting sick of these like crossover reference movies <laughs> as an avid Kingdom Hearts fan. Don't you fucking think I don't understand the irony here? Dude, but did you pop off when they showed a keyblade? Did you pop you off? You saw me pop off, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> they canonically said yo Sora's either dead or rebooted and Morgan made an amazing joke saying like he should come out as Roxas that would be the funniest shit in the world but also Roxas is the rebooted uh, version the of Sora the rebooted bootleg Sora booted. that would be funny as shit but there is no audi- well there's not no audience for that obviously but that might be too that might be a bridge too far for this movie and I am glad that they at least made a visual reference reference to dip from Roger Rabbit yeah that was a part because like bootlegging was because if they just did dip again, we're going to kill a cartoon. That's less interesting. Bootlegging was a really bootlegging was really smart, really good way to take this movie. Really interesting. And as he and as Pete was like uh, unfurled the thing of tools to use to uh, to uh, like bootleg uh, Chip or Dale or whoever. He uh he he moves his hand past all the things he has, and one of them is a jar labeled dip, and that rules. Yeah, 
What it rules because they also didn't mention it. They didn't shove it in your face. They didn't have a character die in it, right? Because there's no concept that characters can't that cartoons can't die. That's not a plot point at all. Yeah, it's not about death. It's about literal reconstruction of forced reconstruction of your body, a la mm. uh, like altered carbon or some shit, or like wet. Uh, uh, what's that HBO show? West Westworld. Uh, Westworld. That's one. It, all right. Yeah. No. Ultimately. I'm dumb. I'm I'm a little upset, and I can't I give this even... movie like a, I give this movie like a seven out of ten. Um, wow. I think it's worth watching. Average. I think it's fun. Yeah, and that's fair. I, there's things about I don't like about it. I don't like it for the same reasons that everybody else is liking it right now. I like it because I think it's, it's there's some funny lines and there's concepts that, like maybe if it was a three hour movie, I'd be pissed off more, right? But it's it just you could it's it's only an hour and a half. Which for some reason feels like is just uh, is now the average length of a Netflix episode of a TV show. So I fucking wish it was the average length of a Stranger Things episode anymore. Stranger Things got a two and a half hour episode incoming. Like fuck you, <laughs> go fuck yourself. <laughs> Absolutely out of their minds. I don't know. I don't know if I how, if Netflix. How did we go bankrupt? I how did this happen? I, Have you someone help me budget? Somebody help me budget. <laughs> Have you tried stop spending fifty billion on every Stranger Things episode? No. No. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I were like a because again, it's so far from what Rescue Rangers ever is or was. I can't imagine if I had watched Rescue Rangers and like been nostalgic for it that this movie would have been better for me. I honestly think that I just couldn't monkey brain enough to point and go like look at thing. And I did. I did monkey brain sometimes. I went. I went full monkey. We, we monkey brained. We yeah. We 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 were a uh, we were a congress of monkeys for a hot minute. You know? There was a scene where, like, and again, it's one of the more subtle things, but I think, I don't know, one of the two, we're, like, walking down the Hollywood Walk of Fame, and there's, like, stars for Squidward and Chun-Li. Yeah. Which is weird. I want that. I want to go into the, into that. How the fuck does Squidward get a star? It's, uh, it's it slows, and also, that's uh, another point, is it slows down. Like, immediately, it's, like, the first ten minutes are cameo, 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 and then they're just doing random CG animals. Like the yeah, rest of the I think movie. yeah, that might actually. It's weird to say, but the pacing of cameos is so out of whack to the point where like I kind of stopped paying attention to the movie a little bit when they weren't doing cameos because I knew oh we're just gonna do the normal plot. The normal plot's fucking boring. Now, if you're like, hey, I watched this movie, I liked it. That's, Fuck you. In, no, that's fine. I hate you. My Morgan is giving you permission. That's totally fine. I think this movie's fine, and it and I think it's a genuinely funny movie. I do. Days. I laughed. I did. I do yeah. laugh sometimes. When the when, when the mother's like, uh, Gouda, uh, would you like Gorgonzola? It's like, uh, we're looking for some stinky cheese. And his eyebrow are you, like are you, shifts. Are you fucking cops? Yeah, you cops. <laughs> his voice changes. That yeah. dude was Keegan Michael Key. That was that was impressive. That was That's that was good. weird. <laughs> he might be my favorite character. A bunch of the Mario movie cast was in this movie. Oh god, Mario movie's gonna be the same thing. God, <laughs> it's gonna be the exact same it's thing. Be the same get used movie. to it. Um, I either need to just watch a shitload of movies or never watch movies again. These are my options. Uh, actually, this movie, this summer's looking really good for movies right now. Actually, I wouldn't know. I don't keep up with anything. Uh, A twenty four's got another movie coming out. No. Um, yeah, believe it or not, uh, the Devolver so Digital they, of movies. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, there's a, um, all right. So, uh, history, uh, not history, uh, of the world part one, uh, uh, 
Everything Everywhere All at Once was really good. You should watch that. Right. I, that uh, there's a new horror by A24 um, called Men that's coming out okay. um, that looks kind of creepy. Oh, there's a Jordan Peele movie. Um, there's a Jordan Peele movie coming out. There's a movie about uh, where Idris Elba plays a genie and and it's and it uh and Tilda Swinton finds it and I it's kind of hard to tell what's going on with it but that looks good I forget what it's called at the moment uh there's a movie about a gay podcaster and and and, and that looks interesting to me um I don't know it's a comedy and it's and it's and I don't know if it's like pandery uh but this it might be good uh, there's a lot of movies that aren't blockbusters that seems are coming out this summer, and I feel like it's it's partly because of post COVID. Oh it's, god, it seems like we're getting some good movies. I don't know why I just got reminded of that fucking weird uh, movie poster from Chippendale, that Mister Doubtfire with Meryl Streep. Yeah, <laughs> Mister Doubtfire. Yeah, That's there weird. was a Fast and Furious Babies. I. I, I, and then I they, haven't enough. And then they show <laughs> Batman versus ET, and Chip is just like, "That actually looks great." Actually, <laughs> I, I have an, I have this ironic enjoyment enough of Fast and Furious that I would absolutely watch a Fast and Furious Babies. I've never seen a single Fast and Furious. It's fine. Uh, Vin Diesel earthbends in one of them. It's great. <laughs> cool. I'm not even really making I, that up. I know. I, I've been told. Doesn't doesn't uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson channel the spirits of Hawaii or whatever and and, and, and like shatters the earth or something? Nobody does like. I think doesn't he like he, pulls like, a, helicopter a helicopter down. Yeah, yeah, he lasses a helicopter. He lasses a helicopter and just like yanks it down. Fucking Captain America struggled with a helicopter in a movie about superheroes, but Dwayne the Rock Johnson, as a dude, is able to lasso a helicopter with a metal chain. Oh man, so. <sighs> Jesse, yeah. where can they find us to send you hate mail about uh, how much you didn't like this movie? Yeah, I am apparently in the minority of this, and for, I can't understand why. Maybe I'm just smarter than everyone. Maybe that's it. I'm just smarter than everyone. If you would You're like to challenge my massive, superior intellect while I'm going Joker mode, you can do so by tweeting me at JPRYUNEL. If you want to go to Morgan and agree with him or whatever, I don't know, just send on him... My, on my milk toast, like, it was fine opinion. Yeah. Even it was fine. It seems like a low bar for what I'm seeing on Twitter. But then again, Twitter's Twitter, so who knows? Uh, I think it has like an 80 on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, you could do so at Simor Comics. If you want to talk about or chew or whatever the show, you could do so at SMCP underscore show. Remember to check out our pet show on Air Buds. Uh, and remember to like, comment, share, give us five stars. Or, you know, I won't tell you what to do. It'd be nice, though. All right, bye everybody. Oh, and they rap too. I fucking hated that joke. Holy they shit, rapped. I hated that joke. And and they did the thing where they talk about how stupid it would it be if we rapped. God, I fucking And then the rap that. scene actually worked. It was funny. I, I thought it was funny. I that was they miserable. They just kept rapping. They kept saying the same line over and over again that they would not eat whale. You like it because you like cringe comedy. I like cringe comedy, but they subverted my cringe expectations. After straight directly saying this is dumb. I'm sorry. Mad, I'm upset. <laughs>